Well, the bad news is the Packers missed out on Everson Griffin and George Kittle signed a five-year extension with the 49ers, which will have him continually haunt the Packers' dreams and reality. I thought if I said it kind of like a positive, it would sound better. But it wasn't. Crossy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packers, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom Kittle Kittle, down the middle of my soul. Grassy, and today we're going to be talking about Everson Griffin signing with the Cowboys, George Kittle getting a five-year extension, making him the highest-paid tight end in NFL history. Oh, and Travis Kelsey got paid, too. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout-out and thank you to two brand-new patrons over at patreon.com slash Comedy. First, we got Benson Fong, and we got Luke. Lieutenant Amazil's new marketing strategy. Good luck. And thank you both for the support. It is much appreciated. Starting off with the Everson Griffin story. So obviously there were rumors out there a few weeks ago that the Green Bay Packers were interested and that Everson Griffin was interested. And we did a whole video on it with the caveat that this might just be a marketing ploy by the agent to try to drum up some interest and raise the value for Everson Griffin. So basically he would get a fatter contract. Then it came out that the Seahawks were interested in signing Everson Griffin as well as Clay Matthews. And so it seemed to be a battle between the Seattle Seahawks and the Minnesota Vikings. And if I was a betting man, I thought he would have gone back to the Vikings, but it seems that the money wasn't there. I mean, he had already spent 10 years there. He went to four Pro Bowls with them. He spent his entire career there. But nope, he's going to be shipping out at 32 years old to the Dallas Cowboys and has signed a one-year, $6 million deal. Now, the reason, of course, that he is no longer with the Vikings is because he was going to be a $12.9 million cap hit this season. And so to save cap you know they both parted ways and plus Griffin met the two criteria that he needed in order to opt out of his contract and now what you have is a pretty darn good defensive line for the Dallas Cowboys you have Demarcus Lawrence you have Gerald McCoy you have Alden Smith and now you have Everson Griffin as well and of course Mike McCarthy is very familiar with Everson Griffin considering he played against him two times a year for like his entire career. So it seems that the Packers either one were never really interested or two were not willing to shell out $6 million for the rusher. And the Seahawks are left empty handed as well, still looking for their rusher. Will they go after a Clay Matthews or Jadavian Clowney is still available. We'll see what they do on that front. But I want to take a second to talk about the Dallas Cowboys because the Dallas Cowboys for me, I feel like if this team doesn't make the playoffs and have like a deep run into the playoffs, something terribly wrong has occurred. While it's very fun to laugh at the Cowboys and be like, hey, yeah, they'll never actually be good. At this point, there's really no reason for them not to be. McCarthy even got in Joe Philbin to bring in as the offensive line coach. That offensive line is still really good. You have a healthy Zeke coming into this year. You have Dak Prescott, who has all the motivation in the world to play amazingly well, not only because he's a professional he's going to anyway, but he never got that contract extension this offseason. And of course, they have a ton of weapons with Gallup, Cooper, and of course, C.D. Lamb. So they have plenty of weapons on the offense. I imagine that their offense is going to be one of the best in the league this year. And their defense has always been lacking a little bit. I'm not saying Everson Griffin is going to solve the world, but you look at their safety position and there is some need there. 
having a better pass rush makes your secondary look better. And so we talked about this. I think Everson Griffin, if anything, is consistent. And I think if he provides consistently good play for the Cowboys, the Cowboys will be pretty much set for their rushers. So McCarthy coming in, replacing the Clapper, I think has a really, really good chance to take this very, very talented team on a deep run in the playoffs. And then you got George Kittle. George Kittle, there were some rumors coming out last night about the numbers that he was going to sign for. It was confirmed today. So he is signing a five-year, $75 million contract with the 49ers, shattering the tight end record for a contract. He is now the highest paid tight end in NFL history. Austin Hooper, who just signed this offseason with the Browns, was a four-year, $42 million. And so what it looks like is he's going to get $30 million guaranteed at signing. There's a $40 million injury guarantee and $18 million in a signing bonus. And something to mention, George Kittle, he showed up for a training camp. He never threatened to hold out or anything like that, and he got rewarded for it. And the guy is an absolute stud, and it makes sense for him to be paid as a wide receiver more than a tight end. The guy was a fifth rounder in the 2017 draft, and in those three years, he has nearly 3,000 receiving yards, over 200 receptions, 12 touchdowns, in 37 starts. The guy is phenomenal. And not only is he a threat in the receiving game, but he's a phenomenal blocker and arguably the best blocking tight end in the league. He's a two-time pro bowler, a first-team all-pro, and he's only turning 27 in October. So basically, the 49ers have locked him down for the prime of his career. He'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2026 when he is 32 years old. And considering that Kittle is such an integral part of that offense, it makes sense that they're going to be paying this guy roughly $15 million a year. He helps the running game. He helps the passing game. All around, he's a game changer when he's on the field. Trust me, I know he's hurt us many times. And if the 49ers are going to be successful, I think George Kittle is going to be a major reason why they are going to do well. Now, the other news that just broke as soon as I was done editing this video and had to go back and record was that Travis Kelsey, also getting paid today, signed a four-year, $57 million extension with the Kansas City Chiefs, which will keep him in Kansas City for the next six seasons. Now, Kelsey's going to be turning 31 in October, and he had two years left on his current deal. He's averaging about $14.25 million in new money compared to George Kittle, who's averaging $15 million in new money. And this is another one of those circumstances which it's completely and totally deserved. Kelsey has been to five straight Pro Bowls. He's had over 1,000 yards in each of the last four seasons, and in those four seasons, he's had a total of 27 touchdowns. The former third round founder from the 2013 NFL draft will be an unrestricted free agent in 2026 when he is 36 years old. So basically this just guarantees that Travis Kelsey is going to finish his career where he started in Kansas City. And while again this is completely deserved, I do have one aching question is where did they get this money? Where's the money coming from? Is just falling out the sky? Do they got money growing trees in Kansas City? Because let's just talk about this. First, you gave Patrick Mahomes a kajillion dollars. I know it was a little bit less than that, but it's basically a kajillion dollars. Then you gave Chris Jones $85 million, and now you're giving Travis freaking fracking Kelsey $57 million. So I, so I just want to know, when did Jeff Bezos buy the Kansas City Chiefs? Did it happen overnight? Didn't hear any news about it. That bald-headed bastard just throwing money around. This is why I don't pay for Amazon Prime. 
But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about Everson Griffin signing with the Cowboys? Was Kittle overpaid, underpaid, and what do you feel about Kelsey's contract? In my opinion, I feel that both of these contracts are warranted because both of them are very, very important cogs in their respective offenses. Again, I'm just jealous that the Kansas City Chiefs apparently have all the money in the world. Maybe it's like Animal Crossing, like when you hit the money rock every day. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. Thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! <laughs>